0: Chefs, nutritionists and food technicians all help to bring food from the farm to our plates. perfect for foodies and health nuts, and more food for thought. With such a fundamental relevance to every household around the globe, this is an innovation that gives more than just food for thought. So pushing my admiration for this amazing cohort aside, the mild narcissistic personality traits I apparently have persuaded me to give at least some food for thought in your first days as doctors. Now, if a pasty 24-year-old self-proclaimed nerd isn't your ideal source for life advice, hold tight, it'll only be a few minutes, I promise. G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair income Aussie, or you just want to understand what the flipping l we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa, and enjoy Aussie English. Oh, get out, you guys! What's going on? Welcome to the Aussie English podcast, and I should say, you mob. G'day, you mob. That is one of the classic Australian, what would you call it, like a plural plural noun that we use for a group of people, you know. Hey, you mob. It's informal. You may have guys that use this more than girls, but it's a good one. If you come down under and you are informally greeting a group of people, definitely say, hey, you mob. G'day, you mob. How's it going, you mob? You mob. You mob. So, g'day, guys. Welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Today, it is an expression episode and I am currently hunkered down in my, my- I'm thinking in Portuguese. My God. Bilingual life, huh? I know how you guys feel. I know how you guys feel. I was about to say escritório, which is um, study. There it is. That's the word. It was on the tip of my tongue. Study. So, I'm in my study and it is because outside it is raining. It's not raining cats and dogs. But it's a little bit windy. It's been raining for the last few days pretty continuously. I think we're going to get a month's worth of rain in the next, I think it's three days or something. We've got a cold front coming through. And so, yeah, there's been rain, rain, rain and more rain. But, you know, there's been the odd little bit of sunlight to come through the clouds, to break through the clouds and sort of brighten up your day, right? Pun intended. Um, But, yeah, it's been interesting. We just popped over to my folks place. Hung out there a bit with Noah and Kel, you know, it's really funny. We kind of show up, Noah knows exactly the, you know, what to do now. So, he runs out of the car, goes down to the house, enters through the door, pretty much doesn't even say hello to my mum and dad, his grandparents, and just runs straight into the rhombus room, the playroom, my old bedroom, where all of the kids' toys are. So, goes straight in there and then starts, you know, getting into it, rummaging around, having fun. So we just got back from that and I thought, you know what? It's time to do the expression episode. So today's expression is food for thought. Food for thought. I wonder if you've heard this expression before, but before we get into it, let's get through a joke. A food joke, okay? So it's another cracker. It's another ripper. Hopefully you're going to laugh at this. You know, they're always very punny jokes. Get it? A pun on the word fun there, punny. So the joke is, what do you call a fake Noodle. Hmm, what do you call a fake noodle? And I'm about to be interrupted. Who's this? <laughs> come in, come in. You're going to say hello? You're going to get. You, gonna go, you gonna, Come here. You're going to say hello? Say dada? 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 No? No, dada. No, dada. No, nah, just pushing the microphone away. All right, so yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Good night, Noah. Off you go, off you go. You're going to take the lotion off the wall as well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. All right. I'm going to leave that in there because that was kind of cute. So, Noah just came running down the hallway and I constantly hear his pitter pattering of his feet, you know, the little- And I know that if my door in the escritorio, um, in my study, is slightly open, that I'm going to get a bang as he pushes his hands and slams it open. Um, anyway, it's sort of the highlight of my day. I love when Noah comes in and interrupts my um my day, my work day, and I get to hang out with him for a bit. And he kind of points at all the things that I've got on the shelf, you know, and pretty much just says the same word Dada all the time. Points at books, Dada, all the whiskey, Dada, the birds, Dada. Anyway, where were we? Back to the joke. All right. So, what do you call a fake noodle? What do you call a fake noodle? (gasps) An imposter. (laughs) Do you get it? An imposter. So, the pun here is on the word imposter, right? Someone pretending to be someone they're not, they're an imposter. So, if I came, you know, to your house and knocked on the door and said, it's the police, you'd say, no, it's Pete from Aussie English, you imposter, you're not the police. And the word pastor is obviously that stuff that comes from Italy, right, that is made from, I believe, wheat and water, you know, flour, and we use it in pasta. So, yeah, what do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. There you go. That's the joke. All right. So, anyway, let's get into today's episode. Food for thought. Food for thought. Something can be food for thought. Before I let you know what that expression means, though, let's break it down and talk about the words in it. And I'm sure you already know these words, but let's do it anyway. Food. Food is the stuff that you put in your mouth, chew and then swallow, and then your body extracts nutrients from that stuff, right? So, the technical definition would be any nutritious substance that people or animals eat or drink or that plants absorb in order to maintain life and growth. That is food. Four, four is a preposition. I believe. For, in this case, meaning with the object or purpose of something. So, it is for that thing. It is with the object or purpose of doing that thing. Right. It is for that thing. For. And the last word here, thought, food for thought, right. Thought is, in this case, a noun, the action or process of thinking. But it is also the past tense of the word or the verb think right, and it is a tricky irregular verb, thought, and it's another one of those words that has G-H in it that isn't pronounced, right, T-H-O-U-G-H-T, thought, thought. So, the expression food for thought, something is food for thought. Hmm, Good one, Pete, that's food for thought. Food for thought, if someone tells you that something is food for thought, It means that that thing warrants serious consideration. It's worth thinking about. It's worth considering. It's worth ruminating over, right? Mm, That's food for thought. Mm, I might think about that. I might consider that. It's food for thought. So, this metaphoric phrase transferring the idea from digestion in the stomach of food or something to mulling something over in the mind, thinking about something dates back all the way from the late 1800s, although this idea was still expressed somewhat differently some three centuries earlier. So, this idea that something is food for thought in that you are going to consider this thing and it is sort of like, you know, you're going to get nutrition from it, I guess. You know, you're going to sit there and slowly work away at it is uh, the idea that is food, right? Food for thinking. It's going to be nutrients for your thinking. It's going to allow your thoughts to flourish. So, let's go through some examples of how I would use this expression. Example number one. So, imagine that you're a scientist who's trying to look for more evidence of climate change, you know, human induced climate change, global warming in, in the world, on the planet, on Earth. So, you head to Antarctica and you get off the boat or the plane, you go and meet your other scientists there and you start drilling into the ice in order to find ice cores, pull them out of the ice and then look at them for the gas levels over the past, you know, thousands of years to see how have these gases, how have these gas levels changed since, you know, since that period, but in the period that humans have been emitting fossil fuels. So, you notice lower levels of methane and CO2, carbon dioxide, among other gases, and eventually put your findings into a study and then publish it in a scientific journal. One day, you end up presenting your findings at a conference about climate change and you finish your talk saying, hopefully, everything that I've shown you today, my scientific work, is food for thought. Hopefully, it's going to warrant serious consideration. Hopefully, it is going to get you to think about these things, you know, to think deeply about them. Hopefully, it's food for thought. Example number two. So, imagine that you're in a relationship with someone and after two years of being together, for whatever reason, your your partner decides to break up with you and end the relationship. So, they do it gently, but it still hurts like hell. After you recover from this breakup, you might ask to speak with this person, you know, to catch up with your ex, your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or ex-wife or husband and sort of get them to give you some feedback or talk about why things ended. Right. So, they may give you some reasons why things didn't end up working out, why the relationship didn't continue. And maybe, you know, it could be something like you didn't show enough affection to them. Maybe you were a little bit selfish. Maybe you smelt bad and you didn't shower enough. I don't know. It could be anything. Right. But they give you some reasons and whatever the reasons are at the end of the day, this person might say to you, I hope it's food for thought. So, I hope it's something you'll consider. These reasons that I've given you, hopefully you'll take that on board. You'll mull it over, you'll consider it, you'll use it to improve yourself and hopefully find, you know, your soulmate in the future. Hopefully, it is food for thought. Example number three. Imagine you're a year 12 student who's just graduated from high school. You know, you've smashed out all your exams, you've finished all your exams, and now you're waiting for your results so that you can decide which uni, university that you want to go to. You know, you're trying to work out based on the score that you end up getting. Which course will I get into? Which course should I apply for? So, your parents tell you the pros and cons of a bunch of different local universities, a bunch of different unis that you should apply for, and they tell you which courses they think you should do, right, the ones that they think you'll flourish in, the ones that they think you'll enjoy the most, but that ultimately the decision is up to you. So, you appreciate the advice. You say you'll take it on board, you'll consider it. Thanks for all the advice. It is food for thought, right? So, thank you, mum and dad. Thanks for everything you've told me. It's food for thought. Ultimately, though, I'm going to make the final decision. So, there you go, guys. That is the expression food for thought, meaning that something warrants serious consideration. It's worth thinking about. It's worth you mulling it over, considering that thing. So, let's have a listen to some examples of people using this expression again and see if you can now glean, if you can understand the context where they were using this expression. Chefs, nutritionists and food technicians all help to bring food from the farm to our plates. Perfect for foodies and health nuts. And more food for thought. With such a fundamental relevance to every household around the globe, this is
1: an innovation that gives more than just food for thought.
0: So, pushing my admiration for this amazing cohort aside, the mild narcissistic personality traits I apparently have, (laughs) persuaded me to give at least some food for thought in your first days as doctors. Now, if a pasty 24-year-old self-proclaimed nerd isn't your ideal source for life advice, hold tight, it'll only be a few minutes, I promise. Great job, guys. Now, as usual, let's go through a little listen and repeat exercise. So, this is your chance to practice your pronunciation. So, listen and repeat after me. Okay, let's go. Food. Food
1: for. Food for thought. 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 I think it's food for thought. You think it's food for thought. He thinks it's food for thought. She thinks it's food for thought. We think it's food for thought. They think it's food for thought. It thinks it's food for thought. Good job, guys. That
0: was sort of a little bit of a tongue twister there, because we had a few words with F in them, food for, and a few words that had uh, TH in them. I think it's food for thought. So, if you have a bit of trouble with that, don't panic. You know, it's to be expected. Even I I made a mistake that I'm going to have to edit out later on. So, don't panic, okay, (laughs) if you get a little tongue twisted. But keep practising that. Keep going over your pronunciation, guys. It's something that never ends. You know, it's like going to the gym. You can't just- be a bodybuilder, go to the gym for six months, get ripped, get shredded, you know, get big and muscly and then be like, "All right, well, I don't have to go to the gym ever again. It's something that you need to keep revisiting, keep working on for probably the rest of your life, right? This is your second language after all. Anyway, before we finish up, let's go through a little Aussie English fact. And I thought, you know, how do I tie something in here Australia-wise that's related to food, right? Food for thought, food, Australia. Mmm, takeaway and convenience foods. So, I was looking a little bit into Australian cuisine and I found a good Wikipedia page that I'll link uh, in this episode that you can go and check out. It'll be in the show notes as well. And um, yeah, I'm just going to read it verbatim, okay, because it was pretty interesting. The traditional places to buy takeaway food in Australia has long been at a local milk bar, fish and chip shop or bakery, though these have met with stiff competition from fast food chains and convenience stores in recent decades. Iconic Australian takeaway food, i.e. fast food, includes things like meat pies, sausage rolls, pasties, chico rolls and dim sims. Meat pies, sausage rolls and pasties are often found at a milk bar and bakeries, where they are kept hot in a pie warmer. Meat pies are also a staple food at AFL football matches. Chico rolls, dim-sims and other foods needing to be deep-fried are usually found at fish and chip shops. The Australian hamburgers and steak sandwiches are also found at fish and chip shops. Australian hamburgers usually consist of a fried beef patty served with shredded lettuce and sliced tomato in a usually toasted round bread roll or bun. Tomato sauce, similar to ketchup but made with less sugar and slightly less viscous, or barbecue sauce, are almost always included. Bacon, cheese and fried onions are also additions, as is a slice of beetroot and or a fried egg with other options, including sliced pineapple. Pickles are rarely included, except in burgers from American chains. Steak sandwiches come with the same options, but instead of a beef patty, they consist of a thin steak and are served in two slices of bread, not buns, usually toasted bread. Commonly found at community and fundraising events are sausage sizzle stalls, a stall with a barbecue hot plate on which sausages are cooked. You might be, uh, you know, in the know if you've been to Bunnings. You'll see these on weekends. Okay. Sausage sizzles. At a sausage sizzle, the sausage is served in a slice of white bread with or without tomato sauce and with the option of adding fried onions and eaten as a snack or as a light lunch. A sausage si- this is a bit of a tongue twister- A sausage sizzle at a polling station on any Australian state federal election day has in the 21st century become known as a democracy sausage. The Halal Snack Pack, HSP, also known in South Australia as an AB, originated in Australia as a fusion of Middle Eastern and European flavours, common at kebab shops all around Australia. It consists of donna kebab meat over hot chips and covered in sauces such as chilli, garlic or barbecue sauce. So, there you go, guys. Hopefully, you got a little bit out of the Aussie English fact there when we talk about cultural Australian food. It is definitely a fusion of a lot of different things, but as a result of these things fusing together, this cuisine fusion, we end up with some unique things. So, next time you go to a an Arabic or Turkish, you know, some kind of takeaway Middle Eastern store, definitely check out the HSPs, the Halal Snack Packs. I absolutely love those. And if you go to a fish and chip store and you feel like something other than fish and chips, Check out their burger and just get a burger with a lot and make sure that it has beetroot on it, right? That's going to be something different. And then lastly, make sure that you wrap your laughing gear, that is put something in your mouth, wrap your laughing gear around a sausage sizzle sausage, a sausage roll or a meat pie whenever you get the chance. Anyway, guys, I'm Pete. This is Aussie English. It's a pleasure and I'll chat to you next time. See ya. G'day mate, thanks for listening to the Aussie English Podcast. If you'd like to boost your English whilst also supporting the podcast and allowing me to continue to bring you awesome content, please consider joining the Aussie English Academy at www.aussieenglish.com.au You'll get unlimited access to the premium podcast as well as all of my advanced English courses and you'll also be able to join three weekly speaking calls with a real English teacher. Thanks so much, mate, and I'll see you soon. The clips used in today's episode are from the YouTube channels Agriculture in Education, Curtin University, and the University of Western Australia. If you'd like to check out the full videos, they'll be in the show notes and in the transcript.